0: Good morning. Grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Welcome to Matthews Presbyterian Church. My name is Marcy Doak and I serve as the associate here. We are certainly glad that you are with us worshiping either online or in person this morning. Um, I feel like Reverend Mabry and I have played a little bit of um, tag these last few weeks um, and this weekend And today, I'm it. So he is enjoying um, some needed rest and relaxation and rejuvenation in the mountains with his family this weekend. Um, The church office will be closed on Monday, so he is getting a nice long weekend. So we stay in prayer for him during this time of Sabbath rest. Uh, The flowers here in the sanctuary on the chancel are dedicated to the glory of God by the Moser family in loving memory of Dave Moser who died on January 1st. His memorial service was um, this past week. So please continue to, to keep uh, Sandra and their sons Jeffrey and Stephen in your prayers. The Make MPC Super event luncheon that was last weekend, y'all made MPC even more super um, by your generous um, donations of uh, over $1,000 um, that goes directly to the missions committee um, for our local and um and worldwide mission opportunities. So thank you so much for everyone who cooked, um, baked bread, set up, served, cleaned up. Um, it, was, it was really, really a nice event. Um, the youth group uh, will meet tonight at Bolero and Matthews. Um, from 4.30 to 6.30, bring $10 to um, cover the cost of bowling. And then we have Wednesday night supper coming up um, this Wednesday night at 6 o'clock in the Friendship Court. And the menu is fried chicken, green beans, mashed potatoes, corn, and rolls. And we've got mini chocolate pies and or coconut pineapple uh, cake for dessert, so you don't want to miss that. And just the opportunity to come and fellowship and break bread together is, is again, just a wonderful opportunity. And reservations are not required, and um, donations, again, are certainly accepted to help offset the cost of that. Um, AMP also meets this Wednesday from 4.30 to 6.30, and we would invite parents to come and join your children and other, um, other folks for, for, um, for dinner at 6 o'clock in the Friendship Court. And as this is Martin Luther King weekend where we celebrate um, the life and legacy of Dr. King, today we've got an educational activity. This is all at Mount Moriah Missionary Baptist Church, and we do quite a bit with them um, within the community um, to to be able to kind of do some bridge building and and activities like that. So they are hosting today at 2.30 an educational activity at their church, then a peaceful march from Mount Moriah to Matthews Town Hall, on the Crestview Heritage Trail, or excuse me, Crestdale Heritage Trail. And then at 3 30, there will be a gathering, and it'll be a community gathering on the Matthews Town Hall steps. And then tomorrow at 10 a.m., there's a commemorative worship service again at Mount Moriah Missionary Baptist Church, and they're sponsoring that. Um, scouting for food, you'll see a some bins out in the Friendship Court. The the pack and the Boy Scout troop are collecting canned goods. Again, it's that time of year. And um, so they're going to continue to collect through Sundays in January, and then um, the last day to donate will be February 5th. Um, So they collected, gosh, over 2,000 pounds last year, and their goal this year is 3,000 pounds. So um, certainly you want to um, be able to, um, to support uh, certainly our scouts but also the local Loaves and Fishes food bank um, that is in desperate need of, of restocking their foods um, supply. As I said earlier, the church office is closed tomorrow, an observance of MLK holiday and um, we certainly um, you know, wish y'all well and if there's anything that comes up by all means just text me Um, and let me know if there's a pastoral concern. And do we have any other announcements? Okay. Let us prepare our hearts and minds to worship God.
1: Please rise in body or spirit for the call to worship. To all searching for grace and truth. To all searching for meaning and purpose. To all searching for abundant life. Let us worship God together.
0: Proof of God's amazing love is this, that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And while we are sinners, we dare to approach the throne of grace with confidence. So in faith and repentance, let us now confess our sins. Let us pray. Merciful God, we confess that we have been timid witnesses of Jesus Christ. Forgive us for the times we have remained silent in the face of injustice and hate, for the times our actions have not matched our beliefs, for the times we have hoarded our abundance, for the times we have turned away from your children in need, for the many ways we fail to follow Jesus. Forgive us. Invite us again to come and see and to abide in your presence so that we may be transformed and renewed. Let us continue our confession silently. Amen. Friends, hear the good news. Who is in a position to good know? Only Christ. And Christ died for us Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. And scripture says, Christ even prays for us. So, anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. See, the old life is gone, and a new life has begun. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. And God makes it possible for us to all live together in peace. And may the peace of Christ be with you. Y'all may share the peace. Y'all may be seated. And now, we're going to do a little bit something different here, so children that are here and would like to come up, I'm going to invite y'all, I'm going to need some space around this. So, if y'all would like to, you want to kind of have a seat here, and Ava you want to sit there. y'all want to come over here and Caleb there and sweet girl you want to come in here yep y'all can if y'all want to sit on the there we go perfect so Kayla and Mikey y'all can kind of be with your mom and dad if you want to how about that because this is all about y'all's family and Anna Um, so we've got something really cool and special happening today Um, do y'all know what that is baptism we do we and we always feel our we always feel our font but we have a very special um, young person joining our church today and she's joining by baptism so y'all have a, y'all are gonna have a new little sister how about that just like that um, so I want y'all to kind of sit and hang out and watch and um, and then I'd like to invite uh, Mike and Colleen Swim and their sweet daughter, Anna Jean, and we've got Kayla and Mikey. If y'all want to come up, you can, or if you want to sit with, yep, perfect. So if y'all want to come on up, that's great. You don't have to. If you want to, or grandma can come up too. Okay, it's okay. All right. Hear the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Hear also these words from Paul's letter to the Ephesians. There is one body and one spirit. Just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. And finally, hear these words from Acts. The promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls. Obeying the word of our Lord Jesus and confident of his promises, We baptize those whom God has called. In baptism, God claims us and seals us to show that we belong to God. God frees us from sin and death, uniting us with Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection. By water and the Holy Spirit, we are made members of the church, the body of Christ, and joined to Christ's ministry of love, peace, and justice. Let us remember with joy our own baptism as we celebrate this sacrament.
1: On behalf of the session, I present Anna Jean Swim, daughter of Mike and Colleen Swim, to receive the sacrament of baptism.
0: Do you desire that Anna be baptized? Do you? We do. Relying on God's grace, do you promise to live the Christian faith and to teach that faith to Anna? Do you? And to y'all as the members of Matthew's Presbyterian Church, do we, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ, promise to guide and nurture Anna by word and deed, with love and prayer, encouraging her to know and follow Christ, and to be a faithful member of his church? Do we? we do. Through baptism, we enter the covenant God has established. Within this covenant, God gives us new life, guards us from evil, and nurtures us in love. In embracing that covenant, we choose whom we will serve by turning from evil and turning to Jesus Christ. As God embraces you within the covenant, I ask you to reject sin, to profess your faith in Jesus Christ, and to confess the faith of the church, the faith in which we baptize. So trusting in the gracious mercy of God, do you turn from the ways of sin and renounce evil and its power in the world? Do you?
1: We
0: do. Do you tr- turn to Jesus Christ and accept Him as your Lord and Savior, trusting in His grace and love? Do you?
1: We did.
0: Will you be Christ's faithful disciples, obeying His word and showing His love? Will you? So please stand in body and spirit and let us together confess our faith. Do you believe in God? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Do you believe believe in Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, Was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Ghost? Holy Holy Ghost, the Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. Y'all may be seated. Let us pray. We give you thanks, eternal God, for you nourish and sustain all living things by the gift of water. In the beginning of time, your spirit moved over the watery chaos, calling forth order and life. In the time of Noah, you destroyed evil by the waters of the flood giving righteousness a new beginning. In the waters of the Jordan, Jesus was baptized by John and anointed with your spirit. We thank you, O God, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death. From it, we are raised to share in his resurrection. And through it, we are reborn by the power of the Holy Spirit. Send your spirit to move over this water, that it may be a fountain of deliverance and rebirth. Wash away the sin of all who are cleansed by it. Raise them to new life and graft them to the body of Christ. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon them, that they may have the power to do your will and continue forever in the risen life of Christ. To you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, be all praise, honor, and glory, now and forever. Amen. Okay, Miss Anna. Are you ready? I'm going to take off your bonnet, okay? Because I got to get to that head. <laughs> so, sweet girl. Here we go. All right, Mama. Okay. There <laughs> we go. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> hey, you want to come with me? Will yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, there's are all right. They're right there, okay? okay. Ready? Anna Jane, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, let's get that. That was a little chilly, wasn't it? Sorry. Okay. All right. So, if y'all want to, let's come forward and lay hands. On sweet Anna, mom and daddy. Okay. Let us pray. Defend, O Lord, your servant Anna Jean, with your heavenly grace, that she may continue yours forever and daily increase in her, your Holy Spirit, more and more until she comes to your everlasting kingdom. Amen." Amen. Anna Jean just a little bit more, child of the covenant, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever, amen, okay, let's take a walk, you got some folks to meet, they're dying to meet you, okay, what do y'all think, this is Anna, can y'all say hey to Anna? Huh? Yeah. Okay, we're going to scoot around here. This is Anna Jean Swim, our newest member. Anna Jean, look at all. Oh, your family just got so much bigger, didn't they? Lots of lights, huh? And they just made some promises to you. And God made promises to you and they're gonna love you, and nurture you, and support you, and your mama and daddy, and your brother and sister, and they're gonna be with you always, okay? See y'all meet Anna. How about that? Let me get over here, because they're gonna be dying to see y'all too, so. See, there's your choir. Sweet Anna, your newest members. About that, Anna Jean Swim, our newest member. Okay, excuse me, Mikey. All right, so we welcome Anna Jean. Great. So, Ed, would you like to um, formally welcome her? Anna
1: Jean has been received into the one one holy Catholic and apostolic church through baptism. God has made her a member of the household of God to share with us in the priesthood of Christ. Let us welcome the newly baptized. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome Anna Jean into Christ's church to share with us in his ministry. For we are all one in Christ.
0: So thank y'all for coming up. So you've now got a new little sister, okay? So you've got some responsibility now, right? To help her know Jesus and to know love. Okay? So I want y'all to remember that. And when you see her, what are y'all going to say? Hey, Anna. if she's scared or frightened or wandering around the friendship court, doesn't know where to go, you're going to say, hey, come on, let's go here. Let's find your mom and daddy or get her somewhere, okay? So you're going to help her learn about Jesus, okay? Thank y'all for coming up, and thank y'all for being good big brothers and sisters, okay? So if y'all want to know, you can go to um, Noah's Chapel, okay?
1: Let us pray. God of wisdom, by the power of your Holy Spirit, invite us into your word. Give us ears to hear, wisdom to understand, and courage to answer your call to us today. Amen. The Old Testament reading today is Psalm 40, verses 1 through 11. Let us listen for God's word for us today. I waited patiently for the Lord, He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the desolate pit out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Happy are those who make the Lord their trust, who do not turn to the proud, to those who go astray with false gods. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare with you were I to proclaim and tell of them they would be more than can be counted. Sacrifice an offering you do not desire, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required Then I said, here I am in the scroll of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. See, I have not restrained my lips as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Do not, O Lord, withhold your mercy from me. Let your steadfast love and your faithfulness keep me forever. The Word of the Lord.
0: The Testament reading this morning comes from the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 1, verses 29 through 42. Let us attend to God's word. The next day he saw Jesus coming towards him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following... He said to them, what are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called, you are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. This is the word of the Lord, and all God's people said... Thanks be to God. So this week, John's gospel takes us to the day after Jesus is baptized. In John's gospel account of Jesus' baptism, John the Baptist does not himself baptize Jesus. John is a witness to it. And the following day, he sees Jesus walking down the street and points out the Lamb of God to two of his own disciples. It could have been a casual encounter. John might have said, Hey, here comes that guy I was telling you about earlier. And John's followers might have glanced up to see who John was talking about and then went right back to whatever it was they were doing. It could have happened that way, but it didn't. John saw Jesus and openly declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And that is quite a statement. But John had experienced something his disciples apparently had not. And he seemed very eager to tell them about it. He wanted them to see it too. So John told them what he had seen, the Spirit of God descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on Jesus. And then John goes on to say, I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. He saw the Spirit rest on Jesus with his own eyes, and he recognized that Jesus was the one he'd been waiting for, the one he had been looking for. So with all the Advent and Christmas decorations safely stored away, we find ourselves in the season of Epiphany, when we remember how Jesus was revealed to the wise men who came from the East following that star. It's important to remember that the wise men saw the star because they had been looking for it. And we just celebrated the sacrament of baptism. And we made some promises to Anna and to her parents. And those promises, I think, are a really good reminder of how we can actively seek God's kingdom. But in order to see God among us, we have to first be looking for God at work in our lives. God is already at work in our lives. God is already at work in baby Anna's life. So when John's disciples went after Jesus, he asked them, what are you looking for? These are the first words Jesus speaks in the gospel according to John. We heard the opening verse of John on Christmas Eve. Remember? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But the Word doesn't actually utter a word until some 38 verses later. And when he speaks, it is simple but a profound question. What are you looking for? And I think it means a lot more than, did you lose something? And I can perhaps help you find it. And I think the English translations sometimes confuse the meaning of the Greek, which can be translated as, what are you seeking? What are you looking for? What are you seeking? What might you need? And Jesus asks us this same question. And it's a question worth wrestling with, since our answers will have a great deal to do with what we find, as well as with the journey that we take to get there. What are you seeking? What motivates you? What is it that you really, really need? And not just on the surface, but deep down into the core of your being. What are you looking for? So when Jesus asked the disciples of John, What are you looking for? they don't answer with a thoughtfully prepared mission statement or an elevator speech for such a time as this. No. They know what they're looking for. And when they come face to face with Jesus, they realize that the what they have been seeking is actually who they have been seeking. They respond with that question, Rabbi, where are you staying? And this means more than what's your current address or the location, perhaps, of your tent, or the address of the guest house where Jesus is visiting, they want to know about the enduring, permanent, eternal, undying dwelling place of this Lamb of God. Where are you staying? Where can we find you? Where shall we go to be with you? to receive what you have to offer. Where can we be in the very presence of God? Will you teach us? And I imagine many of us want to know where Jesus is staying to. What we are looking for is someone who who we can devote our lives to. We're looking for someone who will teach us the things of God. As those early disciples pondered, if you are who John says you are, we want to spend every possible moment in your presence. Where are you abiding so we can come to abide with you? Think how differently today's gospel would be if Jesus had answered their question, where are you staying with, oh, Just a couple miles down the road, second house on the left. What do we do with that? How does that change anything? What difference does it make if we know Jesus' address, but we're not invited in? We might as well stay precisely where we are. But that's not how Jesus responds, is it? Come and see. offers is only Jesus can offer there is a reassurance and a promise in his words he doesn't provide information no instead Jesus invites relationship come and see and if we're looking for comfort or security or some assurance that we are right we might be looking in the wrong direction if we are looking for acceptance or affirmation from others that we are good people, we might not be ready to ask where Jesus lives. But if we want to be with him day in and day out for all eternity, if we recognize that following Jesus is the only way to know the fullness of God's love, then it just makes sense to want to spend every moment in Christ's presence, doesn't it? We often talk about inviting Jesus into our hearts or making Jesus part of our lives. And I think that notion is just a little too limiting. But what if we turn, around, turn that around, realizing perhaps that Jesus is welcoming us into his life? Jesus invites us to come and see where he lives, He offers us the opportunity to become part of what he is doing and participate in his ministry. His invitation is open for us to come and see. It's up to us to decide if we can make that kind of deep commitment, if we can devote ourselves to that kind of close relationship. It means letting go of our own assumptions and expectations, What are you seeking with all of your being? What is your soul's deepest longing? With the invitation to come and see, it's not enough for us just to see Jesus. Jesus calls us to show him through our lives and our actions as we are graciously transformed through our relationship with him. He calls us to share this good news with others. Did you notice in our text this morning, after seeing Jesus, Andrew urgently and excitedly finds his brother Simon, and he shares with Simon his own experience of Jesus. Andrew brings Simon to Jesus, and in that encounter, Simon is changed. Jesus renames him Simon Peter the rock on which Christ will build his church. You could say that Andrew was one of the early evangelists. See, show, share. Author and minister David Luce says this is the essence of the evangelic, evangelistic task. He writes, at its heart, evangelism is noticing what God is doing in our lives. Sharing that with others, and inviting them to come and see for themselves. I realize some people, myself included, might be a little put off by this term and the mention of evangelism because some of us may have experienced some type of evangelism, maybe as sort of coercive or even sometimes threatening. However, when it comes to our relationship with Jesus, as a disciple and a beloved child of God, We are called to see and to share, not to threaten, not to coerce, not to intimidate, not to plead, but simply to see and to share. And the primary role of John the Baptist in the fourth gospel is to witness to God's presence in Jesus to testify to the light of the world. He points, says, Behold! He doesn't miss an opportunity to announce, Look! It's as if he cannot help himself, responding with great joy whenever Jesus is near. To share, to give witness, is to break the silence. It is to let go of what the response might be and just do it because you have to because like John, you cannot help yourself and contain such amazing good news. It is to acknowledge that you cannot not testify how you have experienced God in your life and when you have seen God at work. Even our attempts to share faith, our sometimes tentative ventures into sharing with others what we've seen and felt it may seem like very small even risky efforts. I mean, what happens if somebody doubts or doesn't believe our experiences that point, to who, that point to the truth that is Jesus, that is God in the flesh? I would offer that what others do or do not do with our sharing of what God may be doing in our midst is not ours to control. The God who brought light from darkness and raises the dead to life and is already doing something marvelous. Marvelous things come through these encounters. See, show, and share. May we have the courage to see, the discipline to follow, and the boldness to share always, always in participation with the one who loves us and calls us again and again to come and see. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. I ask you all to keep in your prayers. We've had several um, recent deaths um, in our midst and certainly keep in prayer. Um, Dave Moser who died January 1st and um, his service was this past Thursday. Kelly McLean's mother died on the 3rd and her father died on the 10th. Um, arrangements are still pending at this time but please keep um, Kelly and her, and her family in your prayers. And as many of y'all know, the, uh, Bill Klotz died this past Wednesday. Arrangements are pending at this time. It will m- most likely be Saturday, this coming Saturday, um, but just waiting on the time to be announced. Um, just with working with the funeral home, so um, and with Luke as, as um, he's been working with the family. So um, again, please keep Linda um, and her daughters in your prayers as well. And then on a Bittersweet note, I say a happy note, a joy, Jane Rutledge, um, as many of y'all know, um, is leaving this coming Wednesday for six months to um, go to Alaska to teach school. So she will not be in our midst physically for six months, but she'll be back in June. And we just wish her safe travels. We will miss her presence and um, can't wait for the slideshow when she returns. So let us look to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Loving God, we are grateful that you invite us to come and see, to experience your presence with us, and to abide with you. We thank you for the gift of community and for connections that are made and strengthened when you gather us together. We pray for the many ways we are connected to each other. We pray for political systems and leaders, for wisdom and discernment, and courage to act for peace and justice. Especially on this weekend, when we celebrate the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., we remember the qualities that shaped his life. A strong sense of love and gentleness that would not permit him to turn to violence in order to achieve his dreams. Justice that regarded all souls as having importance in his eyes. For an unshakable belief and commitment to sacrifice that led him forward without regard for his own safety, and for an ultimate trust in you, O oh God, that you would never abandon those who stand up for truth and righteousness in this world. We pray for families, O oh God, especially those who are living in or displaced from homes beset by hunger, poverty, and violence. We pray for our communities and our country. That you would bridge divides and enable us to work together for the things which bring us closer to your beloved kingdom. Gracious God, we pray for the church that we would be faithful in our witness to the love and grace of Jesus Christ. As members of Christ's body, we offer our prayers for a world in need. We pray for all who are suffering in body, mind, or spirit, the sick, their caregivers, the lonely, the imprisoned, the mentally ill, and those struggling with addictions. We pray for the grieving, the angry, and the hopeless. Loving God, we offer these prayers to you, including those that remain in our hearts and those known only to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
1: is a witness to God's abundance against a worldview of scarcity. The gifts we offer point to and enable the ongoing work of Jesus Christ in our community and beyond. Freely we have received, now freely let us give. us pray. Generous God, we offer these gifts in gratitude for all we have received. Use them to strengthen the ministry of your church, to meet the needs of your children. May these offerings bear witness to your love made known to us in Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.
0: Again, welcome to Matthew's Presbyterian Church. We are so glad you're here. Um, Please stay and visit with us and have dessert after church in the Friendship Court. Um, And as you leave here today, leave knowing that there is an open invitation. An open invitation to come and see. So whatever that deep desire, longing is for you, know that God's got it. God's got you. And God's got us. And now, may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all this day and forevermore. Amen.